It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How worried is, uh, I, I'm going to use the term fan loosely, but as an All Blacks fan, Hamish, how worried are you about the retention of the Blitterslow? I don't care. I'd be happy for it to go. I want it to be as bad as it can get because, you know, we it's got a little bit bad this year and we and at various times we've thought it's been bad enough for Indadar to make a change or to admit some fault. Uh, it hasn't occurred, you know. And, and it, like last week, somebody was sickening. Um, all the cheerleaders were out in force. They were uh, heralding the giant corner that had been turned after Ellis Park and they were eulogising Schmidt and Foster and Ryan and saying, you can see their imprint all over the team. You know, there's a blueprint. This is so exciting, you know, and, and what did it amount to? It amounted to nothing. You know, that made me sick. So I, you know, if they win this week, we'll get more of the same. But what I want, really want, is loss after loss because mm-hmm. it's the only way to, to affect change. It's interesting you say that. I mean, because we saw the box, you mentioned them. Uh, I mean, they, they really... Uh, did not play well against the Wallabies. Uh, so they've now lost back-to-back games. And talking to people like Brendan Nell, they're not convinced. They don't think the, the, the Springboks team is very good. So, um, yeah, I don't know what that says. Um, but, yeah, it's certainly a worry for the Southern Hemisphere only about a year out from a World Cup. That that's what we're seeing uh, from rugby in this part Although of the world. I think you've got to pay the Wallabies credit, particularly the last sort of 20 minutes of that first half. South Africa were camped on their line, looked like it could score at any moment. Like Australia were really manful, um, and they, they showed some enterprise in the way they played. Tactically, they were better than the All Blacks have been in terms of the way they kicked the ball, the way they um, tried to unlock the South African defence. Like, I don't... I think it's hard to judge South Africa because there are so many outside influences that affect who's picked in that team, who plays in that team. They're a team that rides on emotion a lot. Like, they just... when They'll be right when it matters because they're such... They're... they're they, they they work themselves up into a frenzy, you know. They, they, they you always see guys crying during the anthem and that. Like they are an emotional team and they they ride that roller coaster and sometimes it's down. But I think when they have to get up, they'll get up. I don't I don't have too many fears about them. I know Jacques Ninaba, their their nominal head coach, is a bit of a foster figure over there and people don't rate him and it's always been a roughness has been credited with the success of that team and that's cool. But so there are problems for them off the park, but I think they have enough talent to get it right when they need to. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how the rest of the, the rugby championship plays out. One thing that I don't think uh, has enough has been made of, Hamish, um, maybe it, it came up a little bit after uh, the weekend, but the All Blacks and the hooking position, I mean, obviously Samasoni Tokiaha is our best hooker now. Cody Taylor is there on reputation. He's not playing well. Uh, he, he can't throw into a line-out. We learned that on Saturday night. And the third hooker in the team is a bloke who's going to be 37 by the time the World Cup rolls around. It doesn't feel like there's much forward planning. I mean, I'm I'm looking around and thinking, 
Where's our Moa gone? I mean, he was the next best thing for a while. Where's Kurt Eklund? He was in the in the Maori team. Uh, where are you on where we're at at hooker? Yeah, Omoa is, is out now, the second best option now. And I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little. So I was on the Ian Smith show this morning and I was lightning. Like if we're going to try and have a glass half full, not even a glass half full, if we're going to try and offer an option or a solution for the team, then I think we've seen it in guys like Newell, and Bauer and DeGroote and Lomax, um, that if you bring some youth into the team and, and, and dress areas where the team are deficient, where they relied on um, tried and true players, I think that's a, a clue to the future. So Laurie Maines had a pretty checkered run as All Blacks coach, a bit like Ian Foster, 92, 93, 94. The team didn't really fire a shot. They could play well occasionally, but it wasn't the norm. And they stumbled upon a formula for success at the Sydney Football Stadium in 1994. What they did, though, they didn't just stumble upon a thing, oh, we can play this way. They actually said, right, if we're going to play this way, then we're going to have to get rid of a lot of the people we have. We're going to have to get different athletes, and we're going to have to coach them up. And they did it over an off-season. You know, it is achievable. And so guys like Mertens, Cronfeld, Osborne, Lomu, that weren't in the team, became staples of that team, and they built the style of rugby around those guys. And so Omar, for me, like, like, uh, like the group is one of those guys that needs to come in there. And so I, I don't really want to see Perifeta play. I don't really want to see Tuivasa Sheik play, but I don't see what we have to lose at this point. So I think Foster needs to think about what New Zealand is good at. So they're trying to play the same way as the other teams, and physically they don't seem to be able to do it. They can't compete at the breakdown. Their line-out's shaky. Um, they can't penetrate in the back line. So devise a game plan and, and populate it with the athletes who can play something that suits New Zealand skills. And I would have thought that was up-tempo. I would have thought it was athletic. I wouldn't have thought it was trying to grind away up front like the other teams do and stymie us. Um, so you, that would be the... If they were going to look at a way to change things, that would be how I would do it. 